like beer? Beer. Do you like rock and roll? I'm allergic to penicillin. Do you like drunk Australian? Beer. Do you like interviews with bands exploring facets of entertainers' lives best left to the imagination and possibly not presented on a radio show? I don't know where this is going. Jump on rogueintel.com forward slash remedial. Powerful Nerdcast is the best like no one ever was. To dominate other podcasts is our real test. To entertain you is our cause. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Powerful Nerdcast. I'm Corey, and joining me as always is Christian. Hello, internets. We have video. That's right. Woo! We're yeah, back. we're finally moving into fucking 2016 here, but we got a really great show for you guys because there is Pokemania sweeping the nation right now. Everybody and their mom has been playing this brand new mobile game, Pokemon Go, myself included, Christian as well, who's not even that hardcore of a Pokemon fan, but even you have dived in. I know what a Pikachu is. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, Pokemon Go, it seemed like a fun game. I was like, okay, let's let's see what this is about. Corey's not into it yet, because you weren't into it till like the second day existed. Yeah. Because we're like five days into Pokemon Go existing at this point, and it's like already become norm in our culture, which mm-hmm. is like very funny. And mm-hmm. then there's like people that are like, what's this Pokemon? And be like, come on, man, catch up with the times. This happened five fucking days ago. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> and But yeah, like, I shouldn't say driving. Because we don't do it while driving. But I mean, like... Of course we don't. You go to the park, and you walk around, and you see these little digital beasts pop up, and you get to capture them. And it's fun. Like, even my girlfriend, uh, who wasn't into it, you know, I was like, you should really try it. And she's like, ah, I don't know. But, like, all girls, one of her friends did it, so then she had to do it. Mm. Sorry, ladies. You know, she's like, well, you know, fucking Jessica at work tried it, so I have to now, you know? And then uh, she's like, and I was like, well, how long have you been playing? She's like, oh, well, I'm level five. I was like, what? You're level five already? So she's obviously playing pretty intently. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, I saw my first Taurus last night, or Taurus? Tauros. Tauros. Yes. I figured they weren't. The three-tailed ripping. bull. Yeah, I was like, ooh, and then it ran away. I couldn't mm-hmm. catch it. I was kind of pissed. It had like a combat power of like 300 i was like <laughs> damn it i wanted it but uh we'll, we'll get into the whole pokemon go phenomenon a little bit later because we have a lot of cool stories to talk about um but first we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna jump back into an old segment which we haven't done in a very long time and as opposed to putting it at the end of the show this week we're gonna start with awkward imager readings yes. that is right that's right christian has provided me with some ridiculous posts and images and pictures from Imgur, and I am going to read them right now for you guys. I will also try to include these pictures uh, in this video as he well, so you try. can uh, follow around with me. I There's will. no try, Corey. There's only do. <laughs> There's Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, you're dropping Yoda shit on me. All right, well, let's go ahead and start with the very first image of the Which day. Which one are you looking I at? I need to re- <laughs> reassure that <laughs> I haven't seen any of these. And the first image appears to be, like, I guess that's a Greyhound? Yeah. In the middle of a flowery field, and it says, Girls at a Music Festival. Uh, to me, it looks funny. You know, it's just a greyhound with... You ever seen those people? Like, dudes wear the Indian uh, headdresses. Yeah. And chicks wear flowers on their heads. Hmm. You know, you and I... We've I mean, never maybe really... in fucking Woodstock in the 1960s. Well, there's a lot of, like, dressing up to go to music festivals. Like, mm-hmm. people wear tie-dyed shirts that don't wear tie-dyed shirts. Like, yeah. like this is kind of a big thing. Uh, I hate calling people posers, you know, because we all have to try 
to do something to see if we like it. And I guess we're all posing at that, you know, uh, interim time when we're learning how to do something. But a lot of dudes dress up with no shirts, shorts, and Indian headdresses. Like, that's, like, the ultimate thing. And then, like, mm. girls wear tie-dye and put on flowers. I mean, it worked for T-Hawk and freaking Street Fighter. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> it'll work for these people at concerts. Like, you can say the top ten things never to do at a music festival, and I guarantee you one of them is don't be a dude with no shirt and an Indian headdress. Like, <laughs> Like, that's totally in that list somewhere. They're just trying to gain the spirit and the power of the deer. The land of the buffalo. That's right. Well, yeah. this is a, a pretty tame picture. I expected almost something a little shocking. Oh, I'll go the start there. start of awkward. Oh, but, I'll go there. But it's only going to, I guess, progress <laughs> from here. So let's go ahead and move on to the uh, the next image here, um, which, oh, man, who knows what it's going to be. Okay, so we, we have a, <laughs> it's a cat with a plunger, which is perfectly timed, by the way. Um, and it's just a cat plunging the toilet. No one ever helps me in this house. This is because you're a brand new cat owner. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? yeah. I, I had to go, you know, cats like to play with sticks. Now, I wonder how this scenario went down. Like, I mean, clearly this cat's not picking up the plunger and putting it in the toilet. No, yeah, and yeah, a yeah. human put it there so that the cat wouldn't mess with it a little bit. Like, but, man, that's perfectly cats, timed. Cats like, like cylindrical objects like we we got a wand with like a feather and something on yeah. it but the cat actually likes the stick end so we just hold the feather and the mm -hmm. and the string and then just wave the stick so and also like uh he loves like uh toilet paper rolls like mm -hmm. throw those down he like chases and that's after the him. thing like i was reading an article about this the other day and then i got full proof by seeing your cat you don't need to buy expensive cat toys you, you can take a piece of paper roll it up into a ball and your cat is going to be completely satisfied i swear to god that thing for hours our cat's favorite toy is a paper ball like, you just roll up a piece of notebook paper and throw mm -hmm. it. And because they can get their teeth around it and, like, pick it up and carry it places. But if you get, like, some rubber ball, they can't, like, do anything with it besides hit it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you don't need expensive cat toys. You All do right. not. Okay, what's the next one? All right, well, that's enough for a uh, oh, this one's dark. cat. Here we go, the next one. <laughs> okay, this and is, uh, this is a, a thread that I'm going to read here. Um, a dark sense of humor is like a Make-A-Wish child. It never gets old. <laughs> God, that's fucked up. Anyway, I buried a 14-year-old Make-A-Wish child. I hope someday you learn the difference between dark humor and being a... There are so many words that can be inserted here. <laughs> because you're a friend of... I'll let them go unsaid. Oh, sorry. Let me try again. A dark sense of humor is like a cure. Not everyone gets it. After the first two super pleasant... <laughs> Imger pictures like this was fucked up. This is the Christian I know and love. Okay, guys, the so one who's into this dark shit. I love to like weird Corey out on this podcast. So this is uh, that's not kind of like the this. point of this. He, he it's it's not supposed to be comfortable reading a lot of these, um, and it's just it's gotten weirder as we go on. So let's go ahead and move on to the fourth one. Let's see how we can. Oh, top this one's that good. One. This one's good. Okay, there's just this chick who looks like she is covered in blood. You got the white uh, meme letters and everything. Yeah, and uh, it says a real lesbian loves her girlfriend every day of the month. <laughs> Well, we're going to go ahead and move from that one. That's just fucking disgusting. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Here we go. Uh, looks like we have a, a tweet which has been sent out by Interweb Memes. Uh, Pokemon Go is already more popular than Tinder. Another app where you swipe to find monsters in your area. <laughs> I've never used Tinder. Okay. I well, happened to get into a serious relationship before that app got popular. Yeah. but I mean, it's basically uh, the try to get laid app. That's pretty much the whole point of Tinder, and uh, Pokemon Go has surpassed it yep. uh, in a very short amount of time, but yeah, I like that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it is pretty good. Someone's got some pretty fucking low standards. <laughs> Monsters. That's a strong word. 
All right, uh, next one here. All right, I already. What I love about this immediately before I even read it is I know this is from Goodfellas. Oh yeah, this is Ray Liotta. Um, I and uh, he looks like he's having a good time. It's and a this Facebook is what it says. post. Um, when everyone's posting about Pokemon Go, but you can't relate because you're not ten and have shit to do. And we've seen a lot of this pushback. God, like, we've seen so much pushback from people. At your fucking age, why are you playing that game? Blah 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 blah. And what was that thing you you showed me earlier? Like the whole Facebook quote. Oh yeah, well you should read the uh, you should read the bottom part of that. Oh, there's a bottom part of this yeah, post, yeah, so yeah. it actually gets better. Okay, uh, so after that, of course, but uh, no, you can relate because you're not ten and have shit to do. It says uh, you've posted eleven things on Facebook since this, and it hasn't even been a day. Yeah, you have so much shit to do <laughs> while others are out exercising and having fun at the same time. Good fucking point. Yeah. You know, you can make fun of people for this Pokemon Go thing, but it is getting people outside and actually talking to their fellow man. I've seen so many people, the instinct when you see, oh, there's a group of people that are obsessed with a video game is, yeah. oh, they're basement-dwelling losers yeah. with no social skills. This is changing that dynamic. Now they're tanned. Socially awkward losers that are hanging out outside. <laughs> you know? Anyway. Anywho, uh, that rebuttal is pretty clever, though. No, there's a ton of... That I've seen, like, this concept of a joke. Someone saying, oh, Pokemon Go stupid and you're all nerds. And then someone co commenting back, you know, hey, this has helped a lot of people with social anxiety. Yeah. You know, like, that battle is happening right now for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, you're seeing that a lot. All right, well, oh. moving on. Oh, this uh, one's good. <laughs> this all one's right. good. He's anticipating this one. Okay, we got Stephen Hawking, and it says, When you max out intelligence, but you leave everything else to zero. That's <laughs> fucked up! There's nothing clever, there's nothing funny about that, even though I am chuckling a bit. Stephen Hawking is the smartest man in the universe, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Or is it robot voices? We're not really sure if it's him or not. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Okay. What's that Family Guy joke where Stephen Hawking and his wife are screwing? And just like, not that hard, <laughs> not that hard. He's like, oh, yes, yes, more. Wait, stop. You're hurting me. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, Stephen Hawking, one of the greatest geniuses of all time. We have a few protest uh, uh, ones coming up. These are protest some... ones. Oh, that's great. This is just getting more awkward by the minute. So here we go. Next one. Uh, we have uh, some people out in the streets who are protesting, and it simply just says, shit is fucked up and stuff. That's uh, the future leaders. <laughs> Millennials, the everyone. Millennials. And we fall technically under that umbrella. I know. Which Unfortunately. does sort of suck because a lot of the times I hear the term millennial, it's always in a negative connotation. We're like, just got caught into that one. Yeah, it sucks. Okay. But, you know, we deal with it every day. And we're going to go ahead and move on to the next one, which, again, it seems to be uh, more protesting. Uh, this dude with a sign saying, what do we want? <laughs> Time travel. When do we want it? It's irrelevant. <laughs> I love this guy because he went out of his way to go to a protest with his sign just to fuck with people. Yeah. It's hilarious. You can tell this guy's probably had one of the best days of his life just getting the reactions for people you seeing see that, that sign. You uh, see that dude in the back with the sunglasses all pissed looking? Yeah. Like, this guy ruining our protest with his humor. Oh, my God. Okay, the last one's not the best, but it's pretty good. Last one's not the best, but here we go. Uh, let's see here. Dr. Vaggers at, uh, at Chapel Allerton. Yes, YouTube. When I press the space bar whilst watching a video, scrolling down half the page is exactly <laughs> what I wanted to do. Wow, I can sympathize with that. Yeah, it's like it doesn't make sense. I always wanted to pause the video. 
but it doesn't work that way because it Web depends browsers. on well it depends on what you've clicked last yes if you click the play button it's going to be connected to your space bar okay if you click anywhere else on the page like just on the side or on another video another link it's not going to work it's going to do exactly what that says you hit the space bar <laughs> and you're going to go halfway down it happens all the time especially when i'm watching a video and i just want to pause it and walk away for a second i start to walk i hit the space bar I didn't look, oh shit, I gotta go back. <laughs> Scroll back up. This is where I was. Okay, I, I sympathize with that. And that Mm-mm. was not awkward, Imgaris. You gotta open that folder. Oh, there's one more. There's a little, little surprise little here at the end. group of good stuff. Oh god, there. there's a lot in here. Okay, well let's go ahead and take a look. Make sure it starts with business casual. Okay, well that didn't work. Let's try it this time. Uh, it's, it's not going in any order, no matter what I do, <laughs> even if I do the date modify. Anyway, it's, it's a uh, UX business casual. Okay. Just I, a, just a normal looking dude wearing business casual clothes. Yeah. Okay. And then business uh, formal, business formal, you know, got a blazer on a little more professional. Got looking. a tie. Okay. Next, uh, we have business <laughs> mega formal, <laughs> man, <laughs> look at that collar starting to get bigger and pointier. That's great. All right, here we go. Then we have business Demi, I don't even know how to. <laughs> Demi, Demi magnet, hyperformal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does it look like? Why, why does it look like he has a fucking eyeball that's about to open his on his third eye? Has awoken, Corey. Okay. He, he's woke. He's woke. Okay. And then last but not least, <laughs> the business maximum synergy limit break over formal. That sounds like a fucking anime attack. I know exactly. <laughs> business maximum synergy limit break over formal. That. that. It even has uh, lightning bolts. <laughs> That's to let you know he's Super Saiyan 2. All right. Well, that was awkward imager readings. It's back, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to keep that a consistent part of the show. We it's know back. a lot of you guys have uh, wanted that to return, and there it is. And it's, you know what, just as awkward as it always is. Hell yeah, it is. You know, if you want to kill Love some it. time, go to Im- Imger, Imager, whatever you want to fucking call it. It's like people who say GIFs or GIFs. I say GIFs, not yes. GIFs. Jiff is a peanut butter. You jiffing it? Yeah. Okay. Anywho, let's go ahead and go back to this whole Pokemon Go phenomenon, which has just exploded. Now, I'm a huge Pokemon fan. That's uh, definitely no mystery to people who look at our YouTube channel. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, I've made a lot of Pokemon videos in the past, a lot of top 10 videos, what have you. And uh, before Pokemon Go even came out, I was very dismissive of it because, one, I mostly, and by mostly I mean I only play like the mainline Pokemon games, the ones that appear on like the Game Boy, DS, 3DS, and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. And I just saw this as sort of like a cheap imitation, um, mostly because I never play mobile games, even like the big, super popular ones. Like, like even when Angry Birds came out and everything, I'm just like, eh, I just don't I mean, get a lot of enjoyment out of it. You played it, stuff. but you didn't get into it. I never got into it. I never like went out of my way to download those games and play them in my spare time. I remember I got you into Flappy Birds for like an afternoon. I barely even remember Flappy Birds. All I remember that it was just a ripoff of Mario with all the pipes. Yeah, they, I think just, they got in trouble for that. Yeah, and then you sort of just fly through the pipes. But that's about it. And uh, just last week, just out of nowhere, with no fanfare whatsoever, no big announcements, Pokemon uh, Company and Nintendo are just like, you know what, here's Pokemon Go. We're going to release it in a few different countries and see what the hell happens. And it just erupted. The first day, though... You couldn't even get into the damn game. You could barely log in. You couldn't get to the servers. I remember the first time I downloaded the game, I was with you, Christian, in traffic, and yeah. I couldn't even get the thing to turn on. 
Yeah, it didn't turn just, on. It was bogged down by so many people. So at that point, I was already like, all right, well, you know, I'm already done with the game. I don't even care anymore. Next day, servers start to get a little bit better, and I'm hanging out with another friend, and we're out at this uh, barbecue joint, and we're hanging out with our waiter, who we see, like, almost every single week, and he happens to have his phone out, and uh, he's divvying out drinks while playing Pokemon Go, like, at the same exact time. It's great. Like, he's pouring beer and catching Venonats all at the same time. And, Venonats? Uh, hmm? What's that? What's the, that one? A Venonat? Yeah. A Venonat? Here. This is this is exactly why I love Pokemon because now I can bring up my uh, my Pokedex, okay, and I can tell you exactly everything you need to know about Venonat. But Venonat, I believe, is a put bug on poison in, type. I'm going to put on Incent now because I got one. Oh, you from, do? Yeah, from leveling up. So I'm just going to turn on my. Uh, okay. Uh, you leave your phone on, like with sounds and stuff. Uh, I, I usually want to play the game because uh, it's such a battery murder. I uh, I try to. Oh my God! There's an Abra in the area. I shouldn't get excited right now. I don't have an Abra yet. Uh, but anywho, uh, Venonat, this is the very first Pokemon that I saw like in the game, like the first time I saw some real good footage of it. Yeah. Venonat, the insect Pokemon. Venonat is said to have evolved with a cost of thin, stiffed hair that covers its entire body for protection. It possesses large eyes that never fail to spot even minuscule prey. Oh, That's yeah. That's a Venonat. I'm actually catching basically, one. Basically, it's... Oh, you are? Yeah, it showed up. You're actually catching one as we're talking about it. Yeah. yeah. It's basically a little purple poofball. Uh, it eventually... Uh, evolves into a venomoth second try yes um which try try doing the spin thing yeah i'll try that ball. next time i it's, see it's one. a little more difficult though because it does quite literally put a spin on the ball so if you're like just trying to go straight it'll probably go to the left or the right depending uh, on how, put like, some english that. on the ball yeah basically they say <laughs> and um so this i watched this waiter catch his venom and i was like wow that's really fucking awesome and he's like yeah if you're a pokemon fan you got to check this out and i went ahead and just downloaded the app right there at the bar and the first thing I caught was a Bulbasaur on top of the bar, which was really awesome through the AR. Most of the time when I catch Pokemon, I tend to do it more through the non-AR means. Yeah. Just because it's, it's easier because it's more stable. But there are situations uh, where it looks really cool, like where you uh, have the Pokemon and you catch them like in a real-life environment. That's like the big draw of the game is it uses AR technology. Yeah, like they show up in front of you mm -hmm. or like they're on the ground. You know, like you're like turning and looking and there mm -hmm. they are. So it utilizes your phone's camera Yeah, in that sense. And I caught my Bulbasaur and I'm like, oh, man, this is already I – really, I only caught one. And this is already kind of addicting. And immediately you can start to see that there are other Pokemon like within your area. It utilizes your GPS – and your maps and everything. And Do the leaves like rustling mean that there's a Pokemon over there? It does. Um, but I go there. But it's no guarantee. Yeah, I go there. I, I went to like four different leaf shaky spots mm -hmm. last night while walking around, driving around. And only like one out of the like four or five I went to even had Pokemon mm -hmm. there. And I was sort of pissed. I was like, does this actually mean there's Pokemon there? Or is this just like a... It means there's a good chance there's Pokemon there. Yeah. Uh, and it, it might be worth checking out. But uh, I've... I've seen pokemon just pop up in some of the most random areas at times i've seen them pop up in my i caught a pidgeot in my kitchen like well, there just, you go. just walking down to grab a drink and i'm like oh shit my phone's shaking i, I looked at it and boom there's just a freaking battle powered like over 250 pidgeot in my kitchen i'm like whatever i'm gonna catch this bitch um a 200 cp yeah whoa it's powerful as shit um, and I only had, like, a Pidgeotto at that point. God, for people who don't know anything about Pokemon, this has got to sound like another fucking language at this point. Too bad. Um, but anywho, first day, you know, I, I caught, like, two Pokemon. I caught a Bulbasaur and a Rattata. Next day, I just kind of went insane. I ended up going to the park, and I ended up 
meeting like seven people there and there were a lot of people at the park that day like i i'd be willing to bet like close to 200 or more like it was packed i'd never seen our local park like that and everybody was playing pokemon go and as soon as i got there within like 10 minutes this one big black dude just walks over to me he's like hey man pokemon go i'm like hell yes and then we just started hanging out and talking and, like, talking about all the Pokemon that we found. Uh, his name is Marcus, by the way. Marcus, if you're listening, that was a lot of fun. Um, and then we just got this, like, basically this posse together. And we just walked around the park, going around to all the different areas, the lake and everything, and just trying to find Pokemon. And I was there for, like, four hours! And I got so much exercise, I got so much sun, and I felt so good when it was all done. And it was great, because we were all just having a good time, having a lot of camaraderie, and, you know, obviously we're all Pokemon fans, we were talking about other stuff, we talked about anime and stuff, I mean, it was just, it was fun. And that's the coolest thing about this game, is that it's the first video game that's gonna get people off of the damn couch and not seem like it's too intrusive, like a Waggle Wee game. Like... It still plays like a video game, but it forces you to get outside and socialize with people. You don't necessarily have to socialize with anybody to enjoy the game, per se, but it certainly enhances the experience, and it makes it feel kind of like a real-life Pokemon game. Like, when I was a kid and the original Pokemon came out, I fantasized about being able to go around the world and, and travel and actually find Pokemon. This is the closest thing that we've gotten to quite yet, and I have to say... It's addicting as hell. I am knee-deep in this bitch right now. I have been catching so many Pokemon, going out of my way to find them. Like, sometimes when I'll go home from work, uh, I'll, I'll take a longer route, simply because I'm hoping that I might see something that I've never seen before. On the way to work in the mornings, like, I'll find some Pokemon that I never see before. I do not advise playing the game when you drive, however. That is very dangerous and has been causing a lot of problems amongst uh, many others you know as popular as this pokemon go game is it's a, a kind of a pain in the ass for a lot of local businesses churches and even the police a lot of people are straight up getting robbed because of this game because there's this feature where not only are you catching pokemon but they have these little places called poke stops where you can stop by it's like a landmark and you can get items like pokeballs and healing items and you can also put these items out at a Pokestop, which is called a lure, which quite literally <clears throat> lures lure people. people in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see it basically looks like a, a little blue sign covered in pink flower petals. And you see that, and you're like, ooh, that looks cool. And not only is it going to draw rare Pokemon to the area, but better items. There have been people who've been creating lures that draw people in, and then they just straight up rob their ass GTA style. Oh, yeah. There's a whole bunch of people that have been, like, uh, like putting out lures and just waiting for, you know, I guess people, not like big groups of people but as soon as a solo pokemon go person comes by they just jump their ass and mm -hmm. like i think i saw like four people get arrested for doing that you know yeah. like four different instances but mm -hmm. at least like a group of four guys they look like punks you know they look like anywhere from like 16 to like 22 you know just a bunch of kids yeah you know and sort of an asshole move guys you know yeah <laughs> but still that that's a real dick move, and also the uh, the businesses putting out lures to draw in more people to their Pokestops that happen mm -hmm. to be near there. Yeah. So you have to have a Pokestop to put a lure there, or how does it work? 
it, you have to get a lure first because you can't technically create your very own Pokestop. Although, according to Nintendo, in the future, they might allow people to create their very own Pokestops. They also need to create means, people to remove Pokestops because yeah, there's, there's a lot of weirdness going on yeah, with Pokestops it, it, being in the wrong places. And a lot places. of these situations are strange because 90% of the time the Pokestops are like at landmarks or at churches. And there are some people who live in houses that originally used to be churches. Like, they, they rebuilt them and refurbished them. But the maps don't know that. So there are a lot of people who live in houses that have Pokestops next to them. And they have people who are constantly showing up in their yards, knocking on their door, asking, Hey, can I go in your backyard and catch a Pikachu? Like, it, it's getting really intrusive for a lot of people, which is something that I also think is just kind of funny about it in a sense, but I can definitely sympathize with people who are really annoyed by it, especially for those who just don't understand it and don't give a shit about Pokemon. And as popular as the game is, there are people out there who are just like, this is stupid. Like, what is the freaking point of any of this? They just, they, they can't simply understand it. They don't get it at all. And I didn't want to understand it at first either, but it has become slightly obsessive. Like, for the first couple days of the game, my, my, my goal was like, find a Ghastly, a ghost Pokemon... I've seen them occasionally in a few places. I've ran into one, and I caught it, and that's it. But, like, just finding that was such a huge freaking accomplishment. But the best part of the game, of course, is discovering things that you've never seen before. It's always a surprise when something new pops up on your screen. Dude, when I almost got that Tauros last night, I was, I didn't know I was that into this. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the new Tauros popped up, and I, I caught him. But then he escaped from the Pokeball because I caught him while the circle was super wide. Mm-hmm. And, uh, God, I was pissed. I was like, why am I so mad about this? <laughs> that could have been your Tauros. I know. Now he's some, And then my girlfriend did catch him too. Because certain, if you're not using incense, um, the Pokemon that show up probably get seen by other Poke players too. Yeah. 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 Like whenever you go to like a lure area or something, like when yeah. we were at the park, there would be certain Pokemon that would all be in one spot. And we'd like, you know, we'd hear people, hey, Bulbasaur over here. And we'd all run over and try to catch a Bulbasaur all at the same time. It's. It's, in many senses, kind of what they teased when they first showed the uh, the trailers for this game, just all the, the camaraderie aspect uh, of the game, which is just fascinating to me. It's, it's just, it's great. Yeah, no, it seems fun, but, man, like, I just I just want to be able to catch the cooler ones. I but, know. It's a total struggle <laughs> like, when there's catching, fucking Rattata and Pidgey all over the place. You know, I don't want a Rattatat or whatever the fuck they're called anymore. You know, I just, I want newer ones. But that's the thing. There's only, like, 130 available right now anyway. Mm-hmm. I think if you look, you can see the ones that they even released, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like, oh, well, I want the uh, I want the newer ones, but they're probably holding back on the ones that they release. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's just pause for let's a second. Let's just pause for hey, a second. Hey, Kelsey, come on in. Sorry, man. Good. You're good. You can just sit there or chill or... No, it's all good. No, it's our good friend Kelsey. He's, he's interrupting the It's uh, our podcast. good friend Kelsey. Fucking up <laughs> shit. <laughs> Um, but, uh, anywho, going back to that, I, it is really funny, um, that it got under your skin that you couldn't catch. Yeah, it did. And I was like, oh, I didn't know how deep this had me. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, what I love about it too, is it's, it's kind of like replicating that feeling when I played the very first game in like 1998, because the beauty of 1998 was that not everybody had like a dedicated internet connection at that time. In my household, we didn't have one until 2000. Like we were in the dark until that time. So, like, when Pokemon came out and I remember that. I remember you not having, like, a computer at your house yeah. for a while and, like, a whole bunch of shit. When, I, I, when like... I got the computer and the internet for the first time, my friend Cody called me. He's like, oh, dude, you got the internet now? He's like, all right, here's what you're going to do. I need you to download this thing called LimeWire. 
Yeah. And then I need you to go to the search bar and I need you to type in monkey karate. <laughs> the first video I ever saw was a chimpanzee in a freaking karate gi just like punching shit. Monkey that was karate. my that was my formal introduction to the internet, if you will. But before the internet and Pokemon and everything, since I didn't have access to all that information, whenever you'd run into a new Pokemon in the game and you didn't know what it was, it was really surprising. And that's what I love about this game is it kind of replicates that, even though hardcore Pokemon fans, like, they'll see the silhouette and they'll immediately know what it is. Yeah, I mean, um, even I know, you know, what they are. But it excites me, like, to a point where it's, like, insane. Like, I was driving down the, the highway the other day, I looked up at my phone, I'm like, oh, there's a fucking Ponyton nearby! <laughs> it's been forever since I've been that excited about finding a fucking Ponyton, I'll tell you that much. And uh, that that's what's been so great about it. It's sort of reinvigorated my love of the, uh, the entire series. And, I mean, Nintendo's just going all out this year for the anniversary of Pokemon. Not only did they, you know, re-release all the old games on 3DS, but there was the Pokemon uh, Tournament fighting game. You got the release of Pokemon Go. And then, of course, the eventual release of Pokemon Sun and Moon coming out at the end of this year, the next big entry in the season. I know there's going to be a ton of people that buy Sun and Moon now. Like, they just have to. Oh, yeah. There are going to be people who haven't bought a Pokemon game in years, and Pokemon Go is going to make them buy a 3DS and the brand new Sun Because they're going to want the deeper experience that they mm -hmm. don't get, you know, with the uh, Pokemon Go. Because Pokemon Go, I still haven't done a battle yet, but no, I, I bet I it's mean, fun. battling is, it's not like a traditional, it's not like a RPG turn-based. It's like, swipe your screen left and right, dodge attacks, and do that. It's, it's super, super simple. It's not to say that it's watered down, it's just, it's different it's not the same experience that you're going to get from the games that being said it still comes with a lot of the great stuff that you love from the pokemon games i think one of the coolest things is just the models of the pokemon themselves they look really good for like a mobile game they look pretty much almost like they do in the 3ds games maybe even a little better which is kind of disappointing in some senses because you're like why don't the, the games look that good um, but still, the games still look pretty fantastic. It does seem that, uh, like, the battle system is, again, not the point. Yeah. The point is to go around collecting them. Yeah, and socialize and have and fun. And socialize and have fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. that too. Whatever. Yeah. You know? I just want the fucking Tauros. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I've only ran into one Tauros, man. Yeah. And that was on my way to work yesterday. And in you the caught morning, it. And I caught it. I was at a red light. I was like, oh, man, I've never seen one of these. And I finally got it. And Tauros is uh, notoriously difficult in the old games for uh, catching it. You can only find it in the Safari Zone in the original games. Well, of course. It had yeah. to be the Safari Zone. anything in the Safari Zone, like if it's like super rare, is really, really difficult to catch. Really? So Tauros, like finding that Tauros was a really big deal. My, my prize is still my only single Ghastly, which is, you know, for some players might not even be a big deal. I've read articles online. There are people like, yeah, every night at 8 o'clock, there's like 20 Ghastly around my house. It's getting annoying. I'm like, I want that problem. Yeah, I want, I want that problem now because most of the things around my house – Ratatas, Pidgeys, the occasional Pidgeot, and maybe a Psyduck, which I've not caught a Psyduck yet, which is bothering me because I see What's them all the over the What's the seahorse one? Because there was a bunch near my horsey? house. A horsey. <laughs> yeah, horsey. Very inventive. Name. I only have one horsey. I've only seen one, though, and that was the one I caught. It was ironically near a body of water. I don't know if that really affects... Like, if you're going to see water types all over the place, but it was a cool little detail. There's yeah, because... something that I really liked about it. Because, uh, you know, like, in general, I was just... Oh, fucking Ratatat. Oh, you're actually playing the game right now. Radita. That 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 is the one thing. Despite the fact that we're you know griping on the fact that you run into Radit Raditas and Pidgeys all the time, catch them. 
Yeah. You know, because you're going to get XP every single time you do that. Yeah, I mean, it's and fun. And even if you don't use them, transfer those bitches and get them out of your inventory. What does transferring do again if you transfer them? Basically, here, here's the best example. Let's say you have two Pidgeys. Yeah. And you have one that has a battle power of 10 and you have one that has a battle power of 5. Yeah. Transfer the one that has a battle power of 5. It's going to remove it from your inventory and the candy that it has is now going to be transferred to the other one. Okay. Basically, if you want to evolve a Pokemon, you want to catch a lot of the same one. Okay. Which is a struggle for me, because I want a Gengar. Gengar is my favorite one. I've only found one Ghastly, which means I'm going to have to find multiple Ghastlies or multiple Haunters just to get a Gengar. This doesn't work like the old days, like in terms of how evolution works and everything. Like, uh, even evolutionary stones. Even Eevee, as you know, who can evolve into multiple different forms, Mm -hmm. is completely random when you evolve it. You don't know if you're getting a Vaporeon, a Flareon, or a Jolteon. It just sort of happens. So there's going to be a lot of trial and error for that. And I mean, I'm a Jolteon man. That's the one that I want yeah. more than anything. But I've seen Vaporeons all over the freaking place, especially at gyms. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, you can even find some of those in the wild. There are people who found Charizards in the wild. You know, I don't know how you do that. I don't know either. There are some people who are lucky. A lot of it has to do with your level, too. Uh, level and the number of Pokemon you have as well. I've noticed that as I've leveled up, I've started to see a lot more things that I've never seen before. More rare things start to show up. And more evolved forms of Pokemon start to show up as well. So basically, as you get better at the game, you'll start to get better Pokemon. Okay, well, that makes sense. So I'm just going to start trading mine later on and get rid of Because I have a ton of Ratatouilles and... Ratatouilles. (laughs) Whatever. Because, I mean, there are a lot of uh, Ratatouilles out there. A lot of Ratatouilles. Um, But yeah, like I said, going back to the whole, like, how it's sort of, like, affecting society right now. One of the funniest stories is how everybody is trying to take over the gyms. That's another feature of the game where uh, you can... What level are you at, by the way? Five. Early five. Okay, have you joined uh, a team yet? No, I was going to do yellow because I think you were yellow. Yeah, I joined... uh, There's three different specific teams you can join in the game, and I think it's Team Instinct, Team Valor, and Team Mystic. And uh, it's basically uh, red, blue, and yellow, uh, represented by the three legendary birds, Zapdos, Articuno, and Moltres. And basically, when you choose your team, you represent that team. And there are these gyms that are popped up all over the place, kind of like Pokestops, where you can fight the gym leader, and if you defeat them, you can put your Pokemon in that gym, and they will represent it for you. Yes. Basically, you can conquer that, and you can gain uh, points and uh, camaraderie and all types of uh, cool brownie points for your team. But you can also be dethroned yourself, so it's always good to try and put up a really strong Pokemon there. I haven't really challenged any gyms yet. It's just it's just not my thing yet. I want to catch more Pokemon, and I want to be able to level up my Pokemon a little bit more. Just looking at my nearby screen, I got nothing but fucking Raticates, Pidgeys, Zubats... None of a wheel. I, I mean, it always gives me funny hope when I drive by a gym and I see that the Pokemon is something I haven't seen before. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that means there's Pokemon like that around here somewhere. Like, isn't there that Snorlax around there's here? There's Snorlax at a, a park down the street from us. Yeah, God. Snorlax is going to be really hard to find. Yeah. I've heard some people have hatched eggs. Uh, that's another aspect of the game. You can get eggs at Pokestops. I haven't put one in. I have an egg, but I don't know how to put it in an incubator. All you have to do is open up your Pokemon screen. Okay. And you go to the Pokemon, and then when you swipe over... Like, here's your Pokemon list. You have your egg list. Okay. And then you'll choose your egg, and then they give you one incubator, which has unlimited uses, and then they give you three, which only have, like, three uses. So, basically, that means if you want to you use your unlimited one, you always have it, but if you want to hatch more, you're going to have to get more incubators, which you can either get through items, leveling up, or presumably just purchasing shit. This is a free-to-play game, but you can uh, Purchase buy more certain things with Pokecoins, which... You know, 
I'm not saying you have to do that, but you don't really need to do that. As long as you go to Poke Stops enough. And what's your biggest egg? Like, how far do you have to walk to hatch uh, it? I have one that's uh, five miles, which I've been trying to hatch uh, for the last like day. Um, which I only have one mile left to go, so I'm almost there. What you need um, to do is get a Roomba so you can put your phone on your Roomba. I've heard people have been using Roombas. I've heard people have taken their phones and duct taped them to a ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> or not a ceiling, a ceiling fan uh-huh. so that it will continuously move, which is a stupid idea, by the way. It's I a mean, great way to destroy your phone, maybe even your fan all at the same time. Why but not? people are coming up with some like super creative ways to uh, to actually get like uh, the the – eggs to hatch because uh, it doesn't work if you just drive in your car it knows you're cheating because you're moving too fast it, i think you have to go under 10 or 15 miles like for it to like sort of like show up on the radar so when you're in a car it's just not going to work but if you're on a bicycle that might work you know i saw a few people who were in the park yeah um when saw we're in a the bunch b- of dudes on skateboards yeah yeah or hoverboards might work yeah hoverboard um, might that work. type of stuff segways um, you know, when I was at the park, people were riding their bikes very slowly with their phone in their hand just so that they were hatching some freaking eggs. Now, there is no guarantee that you'll get anything good from your egg. In fact, I expect my first egg to be a dud because a lot of it has to do, too, with, like, what level you're at. And the, the egg that I'm hatching I got when I was at, like, I think level I think five. Oh, another so ratatouille. I'm, I'm, another ratatouille. Yeah. Jesus. I'm sure people don't like that I call them that, but fuck <laughs> it. You can name it ratatouille. You can name your Pokemon. Oh, it erred and disappeared. That's another problem. There, there, there's a lot of uh, technical issues in the game right now. Still, it, it's. I mean, it's a new game, and people are downloading it in droves. And it's not a perfect game. No, it's, it's not. also kind of revolutionary. The thing I'm scared of is, damn, these games are going to be everywhere now. Yeah, this is just the beginning. I mean, and this is just the Pokemon one, but there are going to be people who are going to copy the whole augmented reality thing and try to get a piece of that pie. Oh yeah, you know. they want it bad. But it, it might be the the start of something. You know augmented reality games were never really like a blip on my radar before but this kind of makes them seem a little were more they a blip on anyone's radar i don't think they existed in Not anyone's mind really the closest thing i can think of is like some of the 3ds games have like some augmented stuff built into them but nothing like super mainstream or anything nothing that like just random people on the street the only reason playing. this even took off is because nintendo partnered with google maps yeah. to make this game mm-hmm. like without that what would they have you know, like Zilcho, Zilcho, mm-hmm. fucking Pokemon Go crashed again. <laughs> I'm starting to touch my laptop screen like it's a touch screen now. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. It's getting to that point. It's getting to be reflexes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, their their stock has just like exploded over the last couple of days. Simply made just me wish I bought some. Yeah, it would have been a good idea to invest at that time, but nobody like knew the just the wave of awesomeness that was about to sweep across the nation. It's just insane, and I love hearing stories about it. Like, even people who don't know about Pokemon, like, they know about it. I was talking to my brother on the phone the other day. He's like, hey, did you download Pokemon Go? Did I? I'm level 7. I was like, damn right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But I bet the levels start going real slow as you get up there. Actually, I, I mean, it's not too bad. I mean, I level up almost once a day now. It's not Zubat. At this point, yeah. It's not Zubat. <laughs> Zubats. Zubats are hard to catch too because they're tinier. <sighs> Zubats are bitches. Okay. I watched, I watched my girlfriend struggle hardcore with Zubat the other day. I mean, the first time I played, I struggled with the ball. Like, I, I, I was like, how do I do this? You have to actually apply force to it. And sometimes they're close. Sometimes they're far away. Sometimes, like you said, they're teeny. Sometimes they're Sometimes fucking... they block the ball. Sometimes, yes. Yeah, sometimes they straight up block. Whenever they go through like their animation phase, yeah. like it won't work. Yeah. Ever. So you have to kind of like read them a little bit. So don't waste. Don't just start going crazy with your Pokeballs. Try to really conserve them. 
Um, but eventually you'll get a feel for it to where you can do it with just your thumb. Yeah. That's the way I've gotten it at this point. Like, oh, you can get your thumb. I liked your method you showed me. This hand cups the phone and then yeah. this hand flicks. Exactly. That, that, that works the best. Swish and flick method. Harry Potter. Swish and flick. Anywho, Pokemon Go is just freaking huge. And Nintendo is definitely going to be counting their blessings that they did this. But Nintendo also just announced something really cool. Okay, tell me about this. You were talking about this. Is it Black Lives Matter? It is not. What? <laughs> Why the fuck would it be that? Anywho, Nintendo just announced the Mini NES. Oh, I saw that this morning. Yes. And I didn't know that's what you were going to talk about. Wow, like I've only known about this thing for maybe an hour. This is such a cool idea. Nintendo is going to be releasing a little Nintendo that can quite literally fit into your hand. It looks like the original one from the 80s. And it's going to be pre-packaged with 30 different classic games. They've announced uh, the Mini NES, a new $60 machine that will come pre-installed with 30 classic Nintendo games. It's also going to come with an HDMI cable, a power adapter, and what Nintendo is calling an NES Classic Controller, which is like a recreation of the original NES brick controller. Super simple, two buttons, analog stick, not analog stick, classic D-pad with the start and select button, and the games they have on this list are so damn good. Bubble Fight? Freaking bu- Bubble Bobble. Castlevania and Castlevania 2 alone is a reason to own this thing. But you also Zelda get the classic uh, Donkey Kong games, Dr. Mario, Excitebike. Ninja original- Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. That game's hard as balls. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've never actually beaten that game. Did they release a price point on this yet? Uh, $60. Totally worth it. It's really worth it. Yeah, I cannot wait to pick this thing up just because of how cool it looks, too. Wait, I love can you it. put a, a classic game in it, too? Uh, no. Okay. I'm pretty sure you can, especially looking at the uh, the image of someone actually holding it in their hand. Like, that is the size of a cartridge. Oh, okay. So, so it probably wouldn't work. Um, but the original Final Fantasy, that's a really, really great addition, and it's a game that's going to... Uh, Galaga. Galaga is great. Ghost and Goblins is fantastic. Kirby's Adventure, which was the very first Kirby game on a Nintendo system. Well, not a Nintendo system in general, but the first one on the original Nintendo. Um, Mario Brothers, the original arcade game, but even Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3. The first two Zelda games, that alone, those Mario games and the Zelda games and the Castlevania, is reason to own this. And I just love the look of it. I love the look of the uh, the retro-style packaging. Um, it literally looks like something from the 80s. And just what a cool idea and such an unexpected idea. We're, we're not getting the NX this year, but we are getting the NES Classic Edition. And uh, some of the first comments I've seen on like some of the articles I've been reading, uh, people now want to see like the SNES Classic. People want to see the N64 Classic Edition. Um, they could easily is... do that. Emula- emulators are so easy. Mm-hmm. Like, and anyone that understands computers could easily prepackage a little box to put those components in to make that mm-hmm. you know and now that they're uh getting on board and giving an hdmi output and all that stuff that's great you know that's totally usable mm-hmm. i don't like that they have that prior prior what am i saying Pri- prioritized no you know how the plug for the controller is yeah. something they made up yeah, it's, it, you have to use their controller. I wish they were USB, so you could just plug in any USB controller. Yeah, but I mean, that, I mean I'm it, trying, it's so I'm, distinctly I'm tr- Nintendo, though. Yeah, and I'm you know tr- it's going to be well-made. Of course. You know, they make really quality products. Like, every single system they make is super tough, and the controller is just, it's classic. That's probably one of the reasons, too, why the, the price point is so low is just how simple it is um, and how easy it is to, to keep all of these games on one system. But, wow, that's really cool. Like, the idea is just so awesome i really hope they sort of do like a an iteration for every single generation of systems 
Like, I just think that would be really awesome. Like, I want to see uh, a Game Boy classic, which is I want them to take an original Game Boy and I want them to install, like, 100 Game Boy games on it. And just, that's it? That's it. That yeah. would be awesome. That would you know? be cool. Put the original Pokemons on there. Put the some Zeldas on there. Tetris, all that other classic shit. Uh, people would buy that. You know, the, the N64 one would be kind of a struggle because I can imagine recreating that controller is probably a bitch. Probably. I mean, especially when compared to the NES controller, which is just a thin little rectangle. Like, it's just, it's so simple. Um, so it'd be hard to do that, especially because... They'd have to up the price point, I think, at that point to, like, maybe $100. But this is a really cool thing. I, like, like I said, it's super brand new. I can't believe it's the price of a video game. I know! That's what's such a great deal. And for people who never played a lot of these games, it's great. And if you want to own every original Mario game, the first two Zelda games, Donkey Kong, like, this is it. This is a great way to own it. Not to mention, you have all these other games to play. All of which are pretty damn stellar. Like, this is basically the the veritable cream of the crop of the original nintendo system like these are the best games they're pretty cool quite possibly get freaking punch out unfortunately it's not the version that doesn't have mike tyson in it but they can't do that anymore oh they can't no years ago when the original punch out game came out you know mike tyson was uh the star of that game he was on the cover it was mike tyson's punch out and he was the final boss but uh you know mike tyson got into some trouble some legal trouble and nintendo's like "Mm, we don't really want to be associated with this anymore, so they re-released the game uh, under the title uh, Punch-Out! featuring Mr. Dream, and they basically turned Mike Tyson into just some random boxer by the name of Mr. Dream. Some generic big black final boss basically, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, Mr. Dream has stuck around in the Punch-Out! series, but man, it would be great to see uh, freaking Mike Tyson come back, but he's too busy solving mysteries with uh, his Chinese daughter, a pigeon, and a ghost, so, you know. <laughs> what okay when you say that out loud it makes you realize how weird mike tyson mysteries is people hate that show i think it's actually kind of funny <laughs> I, I don't really have anything i don't really know that I show just don't care but yeah. yeah the uh the mini nes is awesome it's such a cool and novel idea and it's so cheap this is gonna make a really great Christmas present for some people, too, especially for Nintendo fans, uh, for people who don't have a working Nintendo anymore. This is the, the perfect option for that. Um, I'm picking one up. I just have to, just for the novelty factor of it, and to have all of those games on hand uh, in such a small package that I can bring anywhere and plug in, just like that's... And have forever, because I yeah. know you're a big uh, uh, physical owner guy. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't like I mean, it's not downloads. like this is going to be individual cartridges or anything. It's all going to be built into the system, but... Like, still, that's awesome. You know, because I do own a lot of old Nintendo and Super Nintendo games, but they're starting to get old. You know, whenever you want to replay that shit, you got to bust out the Q-tip and some alcohol, and you got to blow through the cartridge, and, you know, sometimes it doesn't always work perfectly. So this will be sort of like a nice little workaround around that. And, I mean, I, I already do own all the Mario games and Zelda and everything, but, like, there are a few on here that I don't own, which, I, you know, the original Final Fantasy, Ghosts and Goblins, Ice Climbers, the original Kid Icarus, Kirby's Adventure, like, those are all going to be really, really fun to play. And uh, they make a mention to show, too, there's going to be two controller ports, so eventually you will be able to buy an extra controller um, so you can have, like, multiplayer experiences, which there weren't too many of those on the original Nintendo, uh, but still, that's awesome. There were Such co-op games. Cool idea. Uh, there were a few. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking through the list. I'm like, where is Contra? Why is Contra not on this list? That would have been, like, unless that's what... Oh, wait, I think they do have it. Super Contra? Yeah, they got Contra. Holy shit. This is now officially... This you got to have two controllers have now. Yeah. This is a must-have at this point. I, I didn't even realize that was on the list. Such a cool freaking idea. I love it. It is. Tecmo Bowl. 
Even people who don't like football play Tecmo Bowl. No, I don't. No? I don't like ball sports. Oh, I love Tecmo Bowl. That was such a... I used to play that with my brother all the time. That's crazy. And Super Tecmo Bowl on uh, Super Nintendo. No. Yeah. Speaking of sports, I know you're not really into the whole thing, uh, you know, ball sports as you call it, Chris. Yes. Last night was the ESPYs, which were the, uh, the ESPN Awards. Um, which this was a pretty monumental year for sports because we have a lot of really big stars who are finally retiring, you know, Peyton Manning, freaking mm-hmm. uh, Kobe Bryant and everything. Like, uh, th- these guys are legends. Freaking uh, uh, Jeff, Jeff Gordon from NASCAR. Goldblum? Lots, not Jeff, not Jeff, uh, uh, Goldblum. No, no, he's busy selling apartments uh, and failing in a shitty sci-fi movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which, did you hear anybody talking about Independence Day anymore? It no. Came and went. Yep, came and went. Exactly what I thought was going to happen. Um but the SPs were last night, and I didn't know who the host was going to be, and it was John Cena. John Cena! And I almost, I really wanted them to do, like, you know, something like that, where he comes on stage and you, and you hear the whole, John Cena! Unfortunately, to my knowledge, they didn't do anything. I only watched, like, the first hour of the award show, uh, but John Cena was a great host. Like, I was really surprised at how good he did, and, and then I was thinking about, you know, it does make sense, he's a wrestler, you know, those guys are like showboaters. They're really good at remembering well, their lines. Well, they're extremely in-shape dudes that yeah. are also actors, that are also like theater majors, you know, mm-hmm. the same. They're they're doing a lot out there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're balancing a lot of stuff. Yeah. And on top of that, they're beating the fuck out of their bodies. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but Mr. Cena did a pretty damn good job at the award show. Like, he, he really presented well. He never messed up on his lines. And he was genuinely funny as well. I'd actually like to see him return to that. Um, but oh, yeah, he was, was funny in Trainwreck. I know you don't like Amy Schumer, but he was one of her boyfriends. He mentioned that in yeah. the. Uh, he mentioned something about Trainwreck. Uh, he was very good. Mm-hmm. He was very good in that movie. Actually, he's only in the first like fifteen minutes, but it's, he's funny as shit. Mm-hmm. Like comes out naked, and the only he's like got a towel hanging off his dick because I guess it was erect, you know. And then you just see him from the back, and she's like, "Whoa, fucking holding that towel up there!" Or something. I don't know. It's just funny. From Pokemon Go to John Cena's erect dick. <laughs> this is the powerful I guess. <laughs> Welcome to it, guys. <laughs> 2015. Yeah. 16. Anyway. 19. I got to give some uh, props to John Cena. He did a fantastic job at the show, and I'd like to see him return at some point in the future. Christian, I wish you'd give ball sports more of a chance. They are fun. I'm, you can get into them. I like eating a hot dog at a baseball game. That's, That's about, about it. it. That's about it. It's the hot dog part. Yeah, it's the hot dog part. It really doesn't matter. They got good <laughs> good dogs. All right. Anywho, guys, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show uh, right now. Thank you guys for listening to us. We have a lot of Pokemon that we need to fucking capture right now. <sighs> and we can't do that if while you... talking to you guys. we got to be outside. Exactly. But uh, before we uh, go today, I just want to take a moment and thank our network, Rogue Intel. Rogue Intel gives us the ability to speak our minds. They allow us to be ourselves and put on this crazy show for you. So make sure to check out the other shows at RogueIntel.com. And if you want to help keep the network going, make sure to head over to RogueIntel.com slash Amazon for all of your shopping needs. If you want to buy some cool books, some movies, maybe even pre-order Pokemon Sun and Moon, I'd recommend doing that. And remember, it's not going to cost you any extra, and a portion of your total will go towards the Rogue Intel network. Yeah, guys. Well, thank you again for watching and listening. And uh, if you like the podcast, please subscribe and rate on iTunes. And if you want to, we also have a YouTube channel you can check out as well on YouTube uh, called Super Kami Guru 9000. Uh, and until next time, you guys, the powerful Nerdcast is out.